Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Awana Clubs podcast. I'm Andrea Perkins, the Awana missionary in the heart of Texas, and today we are going shopping. <laughs> Not really, but we're going to talk a little bit about the Awana store, um, as well as some alternatives to Awana stores, because we really want to be incentivizing our kids well. And today is a very special episode because it's not just me. I am joined uh, by an amazing special guest. Uh, Victoria Hurst is the children's minister at First Baptist Church in Watauga, Texas, which seems like it might be a small town, right? Out in the middle of nowhere, but it's not. It is It is a wonderful little hamlet here inside the greater Fort Worth area. Um, and FBC Watauga has such a cool Awana club and commitment to outreach. So I know Awana store is part of that. So thank you so much for being with us today, Victoria. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so I just want to dive right in because okay. I know we've got 10 or 11 minutes to go through all the goodness that we do with store um, and alternative incentives. So can you tell me a little bit about how your clubbers respond just to the opportunity of going shopping at an Awana store? Like, do they fire up to earn their bucks and to go shopping? How's that go? Oh, they get so excited and so thrilled. Um, they look forward every year to what's going to be there. Uh, you know, what have we purchased? What's going to be new? What's going to be different? Um, I even had a kid last night go, Miss Victoria, is Awana store next week? I'm ready. <laughs> They're excited. I love that. They look forward to it and they know they got to work hard, right? Mm -hmm. To make it worth it. I love that. So I know like on a practical side that running an Awana store takes some planning and some prep. How does your church decide like when to have store, what to offer in their store? And how do you find things to put in the store? That's a question I get so often. <laughs> this is yeah, a really good question. That's a great question. So um, it does take a bit of prep and planning. Fortunately, my predecessors have done a good job of establishing kind of a system and routine. And so we keep and receive donations and things from church members and, you know, businesses in the community. Um, and so we hold on to those things and we plan our stores twice a year. We do our store night the last night. Uh, of the fall semester and the last night of our spring semester. So it's twice a year, just before Christmas and just before summer break. Um, and so deciding what we have, I try and pay attention to the interests of our children throughout the year. Um, if they're into sports, if they're into certain video games or Lego building, uh, I'll ask them what interests them and then try and do some purchasing and picking up of things uh, that fit those interests that would they would be very excited about walking in and seeing oh, oh I have points for store I can purchase this cool thing whether it's a Lego set or um, something Roblox themed but I try and pay attention to what they like I love that I love that it's not like us as adults we go to the store and we can we can shop for hours and be like I didn't find anything I needed you know but yeah they up if you've got the right stuff in there that's great um, okay, so twice a year, I know there are some churches that do store um, more often. I think I have one in the area I serve that has the store open every week, but a different age group mm -hmm. goes to the store every week. So um, for those of you listening, um, your church can design a structure that 
makes sense for your kids, how often they're coming and um, how often they're accumulating enough points to be able to buy um, something that's really special to them. Um, We may also have some listeners on today who just find it a little daunting. The whole idea of starting a store, whether that's a newer club or an existing club that thinks they may want to expand into offering a store. Um, So is there like a little detail or like some process, basically an Awana store hack that you incorporated into your store there in Wataga that you think might help a new person run a store more easily? Um, One thing is having volunteers. And that's a big thing in all parts of the Awana industry, but having volunteers who are, you know, bought into it, our volunteers, most of them are parents, they have children in the Awana store. And so they get excited seeing their kids excited, which helps. Um, And also just knowing that you don't have to go big or crazy. Um, During COVID, we had to roll back store and do it a little bit differently. And so instead we put together goodie bags that had, um, I think, a couple, like a $5 gift card to their favorite place or like a dollar store, um, a journal and like note pins, things like that, that they could use practically. Um, and it didn't have to be very big or very expensive. You can make that work. However, little toys, pieces of candy, but it doesn't have to be big or daunting. Uh, if doing a complete store is, you know, not feasible. Right. I love, I love that. So having volunteers, yes, is huge for every part of Awana, but it occurs to me that if Awana store only happens every so often, then that might be a great way to get people involved who may not be able to commit to being there every week, but maybe they could be preparing and then showing up on that day, um, you know, planning for that one time because there is a job for everyone at Awana, right? No matter Absolutely. When, when you're available, right? There is a way to help um, for sure. Well, that's great. Thank you so much for describing your store. We know that there's so much flexibility in how a store can be run, um, but hearing that there's a healthy one and how it goes um, is great. I, however, have some bright ideas, right? Just about yeah. store and store alternatives. So I was thinking about this. I've been involved in a lot of clubs that had stores and um, ones that didn't, ones that did other things and mm-hmm. it's all good, but sometimes it's hard to know where to start. So I kind of want to run these ideas past you and just like get some feedback and see if I'm in here for it. Yeah. See if they sound like they might be decent. So um, you mentioned that there may be clubs that don't have maybe the budget or honestly, the administrative staff to run mm-hmm. a full store because it does take a little bit. Um, so could there be other ways to get materials that you could sell in your store? I know you mentioned um, donations, um, which makes me think of like, you know, the, the VBS supply trees, like yes. it's totally reasonable to put up a VBS supply tree. And then sometimes we act like just our budget needs to cover everything from store, but it doesn't, does it? No, absolutely not. So we have several um, connections with local businesses, church members who work at, you know, retail places. And a lot of times we're able to ask those places for a gift or a donation um, because it's a tax write-off for them. They're helping something charitable. Um, Other times, you know, we'll reach out to the church or the community saying, hey, we're in need of donations of this type. We're looking for kid toys um, or whatever. And the Lord is great and abundant to bless that. And then we're also blessed to be part of the Fort Worth Metroplex. And so we have a lot of great discount places to buy from. So there's several Goodwills and things like that around, but we also have um, 
dirt cheap, Ollie's Bargain, mm-hmm. Ollie's Bargains, and some places like that where you can get um, things that perhaps retail stores had overstocked at a very discounted rate. And so there's all kinds of places you can do that in person and also online to find good deals and things that will be budget accommodating. Yeah. I remember one year before I was a missionary, I was a sparks director and I ran across like the day after Christmas, Amazon toy clearance. I just happened to be scrolling and was like, oh my goodness. And our store that semester was so hooked up. I mean, huge, huge, (laughs) huge things that Amazon was just trying to get rid of from the Christmas season. We were able to, we were able to afford. So it's great. So just with a little bit of planning, you know, that can really Mm -hmm. Um, really be done. I love the idea too, of maybe being sponsored by a Sunday school class. Um, There is, you know, an awesome Sunday school class of silver saints who just are not running the game square anymore, but (laughs) could could be sponsoring something like that. I think that's a service project within the church that um, really fosters that belonging, you know, because then the Awana club and your church at large are, are even more connected, which is one of my favorite things. So um, I love the idea of having not just tangible products, um, but maybe experiences or mm-hmm. even privileges at club. Um, Cause I was thinking about things that are free. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I know sometimes um, when I was a kid, if you were wearing your uniform and you got to hold the flag, that was like the pinnacle of success for the week. Right. Yeah. Um, so would it be possible to earn points if, if people really couldn't afford physical products or as many physical products to also offer, um, you know, park day with two of your leaders, um, cause still two adults, right. Yeah, <laughs> For child protection. But, but a park outing with your leader's family, um, or, um, a privilege being able to lead the line every week for a month, um, be offered in store. That, weird? that could be a great alternative. Uh, our kids get really incentivized on being able to participate and do. And so, you know, you could earn points to hold the flag, earn points to be the junior game assistant at game time. Do you um, get a whistle? Could you have a whistle? Get a whistle. Okay, if a there's whistle. a whistle, I'm in. <laughs> we use a microphone, but the kids love okay. using it too. So they could get mic privileges. You know, there's ways you can um, get them involved and it doesn't cost anything. Right. Yeah. Okay. There's so much creativity. I mean, I, I love the Iwana store. I'll, I'll be honest. When I was a kid, all of my mom's Christmas and birthday presents came from the Iwana store and her birthday is in December. So I had to like work to finish my book (laughs) in the first semester so that I could afford two presents by the first Iwana store. Um, and then I just had to like rest on my laurels of bringing my Bible and wearing my vest in order to earn points in the spring for Mother's Day. But I did it and I'm so grateful for that opportunity. You know, we didn't Absolutely. have much. Yeah, we didn't have much. And my mom was single. So there was no one to take me to the store to go buy her a present without yeah. her knowing. But at the Awana store, I could buy, I could buy secret presents um, for my mom. And sometimes my sweet leaders would wrap them and things like that. So I love it. Um, all right. So I was thinking a little bit, I know sometimes it seems like there's a lot of record keeping or a lot of planning that goes into the store. And some people may want like a streamlined way of doing that. So I started thinking about that and I came up with the idea of a catalog with like tiers of prizes in it that kids can save up for. And then maybe at Thanksgiving, however many points they have, they can select what they want from that catalog and then 
the club could purchase the things from those catalogs because oh, they don't overbuy anything. It's really respectful for the budget because then they know exactly which products they need and how many of them. Yeah. Um, so you don't end up with a closet full of Awana store products, which yeah. no one wants, right? <laughs> but we all have. Yeah, we all have. Yes. I love that idea because it does, it minimizes and streamlines. Okay. 10 kids want this one toy. I know this toy costs X dollars. And I only, I know I'm going to use this much of my budget to purchase that much. And it's perfect and streamlined without having all that huge overstock yes. um, that we sometimes accumulate. Or that one crying eight-year-old because you had seven of those, but eight children wanted that one toy from the store, yes. right? Which is always the way. Okay. Well, I was just, I was just thinking about ways to, you know, limit that stock and make sure everyone gets what they want. Um, okay. So I wanted to talk before we, before we wrap up, our time is going so quickly um, about, I had one church that actually transformed their store um, into a monthly missions opportunity um, where they would have a certain thing that they would be collecting for each month. Like in August, they'd be collecting school supplies in November was the jacket racket um, where they would collect jackets with a permission slip so that nobody donated their little brother's coats, right? Um, <laughs> on accident, accident for sure, right? Yeah. But if somebody brought something on that collection night, then they got to go like in the store VIP room to grab a prize. Um, so that was, you know, or sometimes there were gift bags that there was just a prize if you had participated yeah. in the collection. Um, and then also there's the potential for, using traditional points or traditional Awana bucks, but having that add up to something other than um, just being able to shop at the store, like an ice cream party or a pizza party. Um, I know our church, after we switched to um, to a missions month um, collection, we still wanted to do a thing at the end of the semester, each semester to like, you know, incentivize the kids and just celebrate all the hard work they did. So we actually had like a progressive set of tiers of how fancy your ice cream could get at the ice cream party. It was not like you could enter or not enter. Everybody got ice cream with hot fudge on it. But if you had more points, like cookie crumbles come in the mix, little balls of cookie dough come in the mix. Whipped cream on top. The whipped cream, the cherry, right. It just got more ornate, the more yes. points that you had. And the cool thing about that too, is that ice cream is not expensive, right? You get the big mm -hmm. vat. Um, and then we could just call all of our dairy free friends and their parents would, would bring, you know, a little ice cream treat for them. Um, so that our kids who could not have the regular ice cream, um, could still participate and of course have, um, whatever, whatever toppings their health situation allowed them to, we did not have any nuts. <laughs> we did go nut free, um, for that ice cream, but it still meant that the kids who really performed and earned a ton of Awana bucks like got a little bit more of a benefit for that. And it motivated other kids that said, Hey, next semester, I want that whipped cream. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to bring all my stuff and say more of my sections. Have you ever seen anyone do incentives that were kind of separate from a store that kids were fired up about? Yeah. The children's minister before me, um, he used to do, he would alternate doing store years and then incentive years. And so he would do ice cream parties or, um, pizza parties. Um, an idea that I had was you could do, you know, a barbecue or grill some hamburgers and hot dogs and have a cookout. You know, if the weather's nice, go to a local park and have, a, we've earned a cookout party or something like that. Oh. The kids love it. And so 
it's great opportunity. And, you know, a lot of times food expenses can be cheaper than buying all of these toys and things. Well, and so often, right? How often do you find pieces that came from your Iwana store, like in the parking lot where they definitely got dropped on the way out, which is so heartbreaking. You know, some kid yeah. said Romans 3.23 to earn the points for that toy, but it didn't even make it into the minivan's floorboard, which was where yeah. it was going to live after that, right? <laughs> so That's great. We want, we want them to get to keep their celebrations. And you mentioned a cookout, and I love the idea of taking that celebration outdoors because then you can have a cookout, but also like a Nerf gun war. Absolutely. Water balloon, fight. All those activities. Those are, that's when we make memories. So when we think about like how even the Awana store can tie in with our ministry philosophy of belonging and believing and becoming, you know, the Awana store as every kid is shopping together because every kid has an opportunity to earn something at Awana, Mm -hmm. even if they really struggle with verses, if they're consistent in attending, if they're bringing their Bible, if they're wearing their uniform, um, they can still earn points to be able to shop just like the kids who have it a little easier, maybe on memorizing verses. Um, But you can also offer in your store things that are Bible themed, right? You can Mm -hmm. offer those, those tiny devotion books that they have at the, the Christian bookstore. Like you can have those, right? So that there are more ways that kids are being exposed to scripture and then just teaching them things like we don't steal from the Awana store or Mm -hmm. we don't take the toy someone else bought at the Awana store because we wanted it more. We get to develop some character just through yes, going we do. the process of how to shop <laughs> nicely um, with our friends. And that's, that's part of becoming, right? Just like we teach kids not to try to sign their own handbooks in crayon because that is lying. Um, <laughs> we can teach them some of those, those discipleship traits um, through the Awana store as well. It's such an opportunity. I love it. Something that, that churches are still doing. Um, for those of you in the audience, guys, you can get creative it is totally fine to just make your own list of bright ideas, run it by your church's leadership, see if your kids would fire it up. And beautifully, you can change it, right? You're not stuck mm-hmm. in one format of incentives for these kids year on year. Um, you can develop new new ways to make them um, just be really engaged in your ministry, your loving, caring adults, whether they're there just for one night at a Wana store or there every single week. Um, are going to be teaching these kids how to be more like Christ, even at the Awana store. So thank you so much for joining me, Victoria. This has been such a fun conversation. Thank you for having me. I have really enjoyed it and gotten some new ideas. Nice, nice. Hopefully our our listeners have as well. Um, I'll see you guys next time on the Awana Clubs podcast. Y'all have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Awana Clubs podcast. The Awana Clubs podcast is a product of Awana Audio, all rights reserved. Your support and donations to the Awana ministry make it possible for us to partner with 62,000 churches in over 130 countries. Check out the show notes wherever you're listening for more details about what was discussed in this episode, as well as more information about Andrea and her ministry. If you like this episode, you'll also like the Child Discipleship Podcast, where new episodes drop every Thursday. The executive producer of this podcast is me, Ross Cochran, and our theme song is Jackpot by Made to Be from their album, You Know a Better Way, and you also heard their song, Throne, from their album, Save Me From Myself. 
thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week.